0: Welcome to another more than meets the eye episode of Cineblokes. I am your host Benjamin Baker, and I am Kalen Burrows. And or it, am I? <laughs> Are you a decepticon? I might be. Well, you know, who knows, Kalen? We just sat through hours and hours and hours of <laughs> what it felt like, anyway. Oh my god! Of Transformers: <laughs> The Last Night, and by God, I hope it is.
1: I don't think so. You know, I remember as a young lad, when I, when Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade came out, I was yeah. like, because they put the word last in the title, I was like, oh my God, it's the last one ever. Yeah. And I had no idea that it was a reference to the movie. I was young and stupid. And now <laughs> it's one of those where you see The Last night and you're like, please let it be the last one.
0: Yeah, right. But and it's look,
1: fucking not.
0: No, it's absolutely not. And that's very unfortunate. And I feel bad because I've contributed to yeah. its success, unfortunately. Um, look, I am. I'm, I'm going to say this. Honestly, the first three, amazingly, I actually rather enjoyed. I, You know, there's explosions, it, the, you know, the first Transformers, when you first see that technology and how they kind of do it, you know, yeah, you could do it without, it's a little bit more coherent of a story, you know what I mean? Because they're just introducing the Autobots to the world, to Earth, you know? And then, you know, in the second one they expand on it a little bit, third one is not, you know, it gets a little bit too muddled, but by well, the time I you felt,
1: get to... See, for me it was one of those where the first movie really worked because you had a core cool group of Transformers and Decepticons that you focused on. Right. Now, given you killed a bunch of the Decepticons and what, one Autobot in the first one? Yeah, right. Rest in peace, Jazz. Uh... I loved you. You know, as the, as the saying goes, right,
0: the black guy always dies. So even on cybertron yeah, did even, not know even that if that he's was, a fucking robot it fucking crosses galaxies so i had no idea that that works on other planets so but anyway
1: and then the second film then they there was like all these new robots you know and i don't mind bringing out new decepticons but i want to focus on the the you know the Autobots that I, I met in the first film, yeah, and then right. it felt like every film after that there was introducing new robots, potentially, so they could be expendable because you can't have all Autobots killing, you know, Decepticons all the time. You've got to have it's got to yeah. go both yeah, ways.
0: Yeah, break it up. You know, yeah. so um, and also but that's that's I, I, been my big problem. Yeah, and, and I I didn't feel that bad in the first three, and then once I got to Age of Extinction, which is number four. I just remember feeling throughout that whole film, like, no, this is all too much. And here's the other reason it gets muddled. Because they, by the time you get to Age of Extinction, they do exactly what they did here. Well, not only are they trying to introduce you to as many Autobots and Decepticons as they possibly can, but they also try to cram as many fucking human stories into it. Whereas in the first, you know, handful of films, it all just kind of centers around... Two or three humans, which is too much already, but at least it's just those... And this one, it's like, all right, what actors can we get to sign up to do a cameo in this fucking Uh, film? And I'm not going to lie, I don't even remember anything beyond the first film as
1: far as plot. There's not, as I think... Except that I know that they keep bringing Megatron back to life. They do. That's all I
0: know. They absolutely do. And so,
1: after we saw this one, I had to... Wikipedia, <laughs> the last one, to know what the fuck was going on here. And I guess it really didn't matter. No, it didn't. The, I mean, the main thing was that we looked up the credits. Uh, we'll get more into this later. But Hugo Weaving was not the voice of Megatron. And no. I was like, what's going on there, eh? Yeah. So I looked back into the last film. And they had officially changed actors in the last one when it no. was Galvatron. Not Megatron, but it yeah. was Megatron as Galvatron because he's more than meets the eye um yeah (laughs) so anyway you want to talk plot do we do we have we got a time we'll try (laughs) to sum it up i don't know if we've got all day (laughs) so apparently in the last film prime blasts himself into space with a seed um I, i read that somewhere I don't even What's remember it? what the seed was. What is, is, that, is, that, is that? He's going to artificially inseminate
0: someone. That's what I thought. To he's he's going to make love to Cybertron to and then repopulate Autobot
1: it. Autobot babies. Yeah, I, I knew it. Autobabies. Uh, I don't know. I fell
0: asleep in yeah. ancient extinction. I don't remember. So,
1: yeah, at the end, he launches himself into space and he's like, Creators, I'm coming for you. Stop fucking sending robots here, whatever. <laughs> and uh, so I guess this starts off with him drifting through space. But it was weird because... When he left Earth, it was like he had a purpose. And then this started and he was like frozen in space, drifting, uh, and then crashes on the the planet
0: Cybertron. Yeah, he's like a Christopher Columbus of space autobots. He's just, I don't know where I'm going. Oh, look, I fucking found it. So he
1: crashes on Cybertron. There's this lady robot. Who is the maker or something later on. She's the queen. The deceiver. I don't know. She's a bitch. (laughs) Uh, Let's just leave it at that. (laughs) So she takes over
0: Prime and then there's like flashbacks with King Arthur. and It's fucking... It's so muddled. Uh, Look, the the base is the Autobots have been here for a very, very long time. Uh, They've had prophecies that this queen is coming back because all her knights betrayed her. To save humanity instead. And she's coming back, and the only way. That it... Yeah, there's like a robot
1: buried in the earth. Yeah, it's yeah, called Uni- Unicron. Unicron? I, guess. I thought they said unicorn when they first yeah, said it. Yeah, but they did. And too. I was like, why, the f- why would you call it a Unicorn? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Unicron, and it's just big horns sticking out of the earth. I don't know. <laughs> I think Earth movie? is Unicorn. Yeah. I think that's what she's getting at. I, I really feel like by the end of the next film, we're all just. We're going to find out that humans are actual. You know, yeah. robots. They yeah. just we just don't fucking right. Write.
0: And then Earth actually transforms into a giant unicorn, and that's you know it would Earth make it, it would it would actually make sense going with where they're yeah, going. Right. Also, none of this is in the film. No, but um, but, but the unicorn thing is <laughs> right. So I, they've been here, you know, for years and years and years for thousands of years. They've got a prophecy that one day this queen bitch is going to come back. She's going to take all of Earth to repopulate and re, uh, rebuild Cybertron. Which, which is
1: a weird prophecy to have if your planet wasn't destroyed already, you know? I, I don't know. Sort of, it, it's... It's this very is confusing. the plot. This is yeah. the plot. She's got knights that fled and took her her staff. Oh, yeah, right. And um, the also staff, the staff of Merlin. Yeah, it's given to Merlin and it's yeah. encoded Played to his DNA. Played by Stanley Tucci for some reason. Yeah, it's
0: weird fuck off cameos. <laughs> so fucking weird. As soon as he showed up, I was like, no, you should not be in this film, mate. You're better than yes. this.
1: And then, so, then there's a secret
0: society. Of the Witwickans. Oh Are you God. fucking kidding me? They even showed a picture of him. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I kind of miss saying Witwicky. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. I, I know it's on record. But it, it I'm makes, just going to say it.
1: Look, it makes no fucking sense. It, oh no, it, I know. We're called Wickens because that's that's our bloodline. Yet, yeah, the Witwicky family from the original film had no fucking idea until what was the second film where his grandfather was an explorer. Yeah. But now they're all descended from a line of fucking knights related to Sir Anthony Hopkins, who was tremendous, by the way. <laughs>
0: he absolutely was. Every time he was on, every single time, I was like, no, you're too good for yeah. everything that's happening right now. You're, you're yeah. too delightful. You should stop and not be in this film. Um, so uh, Yeah, so she does. The prophecy is true. And only the descendant of Merlin can hold the staff that powers the drainage that rebuilds Cybertron and kills Earth. And there's a, a last
1: night that's supposed to be selected, which Mark Wahlberg just fucking happens across. Get
0: the fuck out of are here! Are you fucking kidding me? When he when he told him you are the Anthony Hopkins tells him outright you are the last night, and I was like, fuck all, oh, this is stupid. This is so stupid. And yet it still got dumber than that. It absolutely did. It absolutely does. Uh, yeah. So
1: the the Megan Fox stand in for this film. Um she's the descendant from Merlin who's destined to have the staff. Who's the only one that can hold the staff? Yep, the only one except for Optimus Prime or any basically any robot really.
0: So No I think anybody can hold the staff, It just I don't know. It, look, it, it doesn't it's matter. It's very
1: unclear. So it, it very then unclear, we go fucking hopping around the world we were in england at one point to find to basically uh play
0: national treasure is <laughs> essentially what we were doing there is look there are way too many films in this film and i say that and it is a blatant ripoff of national treasure there's a martha moment if you <laughs> which look, we'll get to i
1: would have loved honestly when they was when they were running through london Doing that. I would have loved to have seen Nicolas Cage just run through a scene
0: as his character from National Treasure. Just <laughs> give a nod.
1: What doing here? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there is. There's a Martha moment. There's even a fucking Suicide Squad moment down to the whole... You know, zoom no, in on the character with the letters written, and I was like, "You've is. got to be fucking kidding!" We were literally, we were sitting there in the cinema, and we both leaned over to tell each other "Suicide Squad" at the exact same time. Yeah. That's how blatant it is. Yeah, the plot is
1: so muddled and right. so
0: over convoluted. Yeah, yeah. It and it's just bad storytelling. I mean, it goes, you know, you never stay in more than one place for, I want to say, maybe a minute. Two, mate. Unless it's a big action yeah, sequence, but outside that, it had, to, had to have there, been it's...
1: more than that. It's got a two and a half hour runtime. But that's what I'm saying. You fucking bounce around, man. What it is? One of the robots has a gun that freezes time. I feel like that's what happened the entire fucking movie. Right, as soon it, as it starts,
0: it just he <laughs> fires the gun and shot then shot it off. Because... The world keeps spinning, but you don't.
1: Because yeah, it, it felt like we was in there for at least four years. Yeah,
0: it's you know, it's this overly complicated plot with. Tons of glaring plot holes, and even if you want to give the excuse of, "Well, I just want to be entertained and throw popcorn in my mouth," the movie's so long that you're going to run out of popcorn, and then you don't have anything that is, you can't turn your brain off enough. Yeah. It's just it, it, there's too many questions. Yes. Um, we, we get and it bounces around so
1: fast. We haven't even summed it up at this point. That's <laughs> the worst part. So look, all right, let's focus. Let's right, narrow, sorry. narrow, I'm sorry, I'm narrow to... the focus here. So. So, look, she has to find the staff for some reason, right? They find out that, uh, Cybertron is on a crash course with Earth,
0: Mm. and
1: they gotta stop it. And apparently the staff is the key to that, right? So they go, they do their national treasure thing, they find a submarine that takes them to a ship that's hidden underwater, so they, uh, which is about, the underwater sequence is about the same runtime as James Cameron's The Abyss. Um, so, they do that. And Titanic. Yeah.
0: It's both all of that put together, together all in one.
1: So, they get down there. They find the staff. And then, suddenly, fucking uh, what's, uh, Optimus Prime shows up. Yeah. Who's
0: been absent most of the film. Cause oh, he... yeah. This is eight hours into the movie that he actually shows up for like, yeah. the first and time. And he's like, give me the staff. And they're like, yeah, give it to him. <laughs> I
1: was like, fucking Mark Wahlberg. Ah. Oh, it made no sense. It's like, no, she has the staff. She's the only one that can do what needs to be done with it, which we don't know what the fuck that is at this point. And...
0: All right. In the very beginning of the film, when the the knight hands the staff to Stanley Tucci, I'm not even going to call him Merlin, I'm just going to call him by his real name, uh, hands the staff to, to Stanley Tucci, he tells him, you now have the power to control whatever... Right? You can control the Autobots or whatever it is. Yeah. Right? She never... Look. Okay, so that's what it's supposed to do. You, you're supposed to be granted this ultimate power. Here comes fucking Prime. Give me the staff. No, motherfucker. Turn around well, and, and also, go kill your queen. And also... I've got the staff.
1: We never see the staff do that. Because even in the beginning, when he takes the staff, there's the, the twelve knights right they're supposed to all they say is protect the staff and then they turn into a big three-headed robo dragon and that's what they do right so but how what how are you controlling anything we never see that we and so and even when she takes we're the given staff, the
0: impression that that's what happens in the beginning of the film there's no mention that there's 12 of them it's one dude it's one fuck off red guy that's like, here, take oh, the staff and you can. I think it, I think it can... was
1: in uh, Anthony Hopkins' exposition. Sorry, Sir Anthony Hopkins' <laughs> yeah, exposition. Get it
0: right. oh, actually, you know like... what? You can knock him down a peg. For this? For yeah, this one? yeah right. absolutely. You lose the uh, sir, sir.
1: Uh, but I think it was in his exposition somewhere in there Anyway, right? so So, anyway, so <laughs> look. So Optimus takes the staff and he goes up the staff. Activate something that's a key that will siphon off the energy from our planet that will restore Cybertron, and they they start doing that. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, so, sorry. Now we get to the Batman v Superman moment. <laughs> so,
0: so Bumblebee's fighting. Hold on, time. I just want you to know we're just going to spoil this film, so yeah. you don't have to watch it. Yeah. Sorry. I, no, it's it's it, it's a moot point at this. Yeah time. Well, the but apology it, was for not saying earlier. Yeah. But Spoiler alert. Honestly, it doesn't matter because even if you wouldn't saw it, you'd still be like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they so, do have this Martha moment yeah. um, where, you know, so Optimus Prime is evil for like all the five minutes. Yep. Um, so he's fighting Bumblebee just like you've seen in the Although trailer. he's
1: only in the movie for about eight minutes total. Yeah. So, right,
0: so <laughs> I guess it makes sense. Um, but yeah, he's got his big fight with Bumblebee and then he punches him in the throat and all of a sudden bumblebee can speak and he speaks oh, with his
1: i don't even know he punched him in the throat i didn't know i'm just saying just that getting to make ready it to stab him and no. then bumblebee was like optimus i'm your eldest friend i would die for you and then optimus's eyes change back to their normal yeah. color and he's like yeah. "Whoa, well, what happened i was doing one of my
0: things i had to say i had to say he got stabbed in the throat because that's the only to, to way I could justify it makes me feel better for this cuz he's and never what been able
1: yeah cuz he's never been able to have his they even swap out a voice module and he rips it out and so why are you talk. still talking about that night? and and immediately following he goes back to using yeah cool radio quotes and stuff like that as his voice again right so what the fuck i, I don't know but it essentially was i don't was. know Kayden. it was basically bumblebee going got to save, <laughs> save martha, martha. And Optimus was like, why did you say that name? <laughs> all right, we're cool. We're cool. That's,
0: that's almost exactly how it goes down. And then Optimus You could is sub good the dialogue again. and yeah. it would all fit. Yeah. All of it. It would all fit. And then Optimus is a good guy again. Yeah, it, that pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. I honestly, as much as everybody was like, oh my God, Optimus is bad. I wanted him to do some bad shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like You wanted, you wanted I know what
1: you wanted. Yeah, You wanted the Vin Diesel treatment for Fate did. of the Furious.
0: I did. That's right. If you're going to cram other movies in here, then God damn it, make the Fate of the Furious too. Just put it in there with Autobots. Yeah. That's what I want. Didn't happen. Didn't kill one Autobot. Although, Not one. Although, one could make the argument that when he gives
1: his impassioned speech about we're going to stop this and so we're going to save the planet, and then he fucks off. For like he he it's takes so off weird. into the fucking sky like he's Superman, right? It's so Flying weird. up to where everyone needs to get to because they've got a plan to stop this. He's the only one that can apparently fly <laughs> like that. So they all go up there and they're fighting for their lives. And everyone's like, "Where's Prime? He's abandoned us." And it really felt like he did because it was like he got a head start. Did he get fucking yeah, lost? And they were all just taking their fucking sweet time to get up to this thing. Like... just like. Uh... <laughs> Everyone's just mosing around. On Star, this is Optimus Prime. <laughs> I'm supposed to go uh save the day, but I I've I've a bit lost. I've been
0: out of space for a while. It's been a long time. I'm no, I've got my mates with me, I haven't seen them in a I'm, while. I'm extremely space lagged. Yeah, we're gonna get a pint, but you can you just let me know,
1: you know, when I need to show could, up. Could you give me the GPS coordinates of where I'm supposed to go? Optimus, yeah, yeah. it's the big fuck off thing in the sky. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. All right, yeah,
0: I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, it's so dumb. He does. He, he, and then every, there's there's honestly a shot of everybody on the ground, including the Autobots, after Prime fucks off and does whatever it is he's doing. Where well, everybody's just on the ground staring. At this giant fuck off thing in the sky, and it's like, no, get your shit together. And then it starts crashing.
1: And they're like, we should probably
0: uh... <laughs> we should run.
1: Yeah, so... and it was it was like, wait, aren't you all supposed to be up there? Uh, yeah, it, oh, God, it was God. very it was very weird. And uh, also, I don't I know it's a Michael Bay film, so I know there's supposed to be explosions. And people sliding down falling structures because he fucking loves that. God, does he love that. He does. He absolutely so much. fucking loves that. And uh, he doesn't disappoint because you've got that here.
0: There is way too much of but it. But
1: he does... I don't think he knows how physics work. No. Or the, f- the fragile nature of human beings because... Did you see where she grabbed the staff when the big structures fallen out of the sky? And then she you know, it flips over, so she falls, and she gets kicked back towards it by Bumblebee
0: while oh, he's falling, yeah.
1: and I was like, dead, <laughs> I and honestly, I don't know if it was her or if it was Wahlberg, but one of them gets kicked yeah. by Bumblebee while they're falling, and but it's not like Bumblebee was like, you know, trying to spike it in like he was yeah, you know, no, he hits playing a, football. No, he, he hits was, like a fucking like, ping pong. He was spiraling, and his foot hits yeah. her in the back and launches her. And then I think Walberg grabs her and throws her back towards the staff. But it was like, mate, she's fucking dead. You shattered her spine. So, yeah. and then um. she grabs the staff and still, does nothing. Right. She pulled out, uh, like oh. she managed to pull it out and that was it. And then, but it, that didn't even seem like that was the big catalyst.
0: No, no it wasn't. It because... seemed like
1: Optimus and Bumblebee yeah. tag teaming the, the evil wench. Uh, You know, say hello to Bumblebee. And then his dumb sting like a bee line. (laughs) (laughs) So forth. But it felt like they killed her. Or, you know, whatever. Nobody fucking dies in these movies. Yeah, right. Uh, So they deactivated her sort of thing. And then she pulled the staff out and everything was was good. I guess. I suppose. Except the movie ends with now Cybertron and Earth are connected. And what's his name? So many robots. So little time. Optimus gives some big speech about how these two planets are linked now, forever. Right, and we've got to rebuild. And then there's a cut scene in the the credits that shows that the evil she's lady still is still alive, and she's like, oh, "I can tell you how to kill Unicron." And we're like, "Kill a unicorn, you bitch! <laughs>
0: You're heartless." So they're a heartless machine. They are very <laughs> assured of themselves that they're yes, going to make another they one. Are. And uh, that fifteen percent on on Tomatoes might say otherwise. Yeah, but the problem is, if everyone goes to see it,
1: if oh it does well the opening weekend, that might be enough to carry it through. Yeah. I don't think the last one did well. I, I, um, maybe it didn't. Oh, I, because I, well, and when I say well, I don't mean necessarily monetarily. Because I feel like maybe people went and, again opening weekend, spent all their money, but it does not have a good rating. No, it does all. not.
0: It's it's extremely low, even for these films. Yeah um I feel like these ones typically average what thirty forty percent right around there, so to be half of the worst rated one is is rough yeah. and i but I get it. I understand we spent fifteen minutes trying to explain the plot to you in the most basic summary that we possibly could, yeah. and even we don't know what the fuck was really
1: going on, yeah it. So anyway, uh casting. You wanna talk casting?
0: Sure, let's do that. So let's start with your uh My new crush. Yeah. Oh yeah. Isabel Mona I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the pun. It's awful. Yeah, well uh so you know her from the
1: trailer as the girl who's crying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I wanna stay. I wanna stay And I wanna fight I'm them. I'm gonna fight them. Which happens like 30 seconds yeah, into the film. She's not it's, even
1: fucking talking about yeah, no. the,
0: the Decepticons or anything. Yeah. I thought, I, when I see that scene, I always thought it was like, oh, she's like mid-war and she's yeah. kind of a, No, no, it's like literally 30 yeah. seconds after yeah. you meet her. She's talking about the government. She wants to fight the yeah. government. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No, she, anyway, she, we didn't even talk about her because she's just in the film. Yep. I'm not sure why, but she shows up fucking everywhere. She's Mark Wahlberg's replacement daughter. <laughs> Of which he has no chemistry.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't really spend much time with it. Because also, like, she, she's there and then we she f- fucks off. <laughs> and then we focus on Mark and his new love interest.
0: Oh, Stand yeah. in
1: Megan Fox.
0: Yeah. Played by. Uh, Lauren, Laura Haddock. Laura Haddock. Yeah. She's. Uh, she's the British Megan Fox. Uh, uh, I don't know yeah, how yeah, else to describe yeah. her. Um.
1: Yeah, and then... uh Of course, Mark Wahlberg is back as... C- he's got
0: the Cade, worst...
1: Cade Jaeger, everyone. That is
0: the worst fucking name I've ever heard. That's like if you went to a frat and everybody was drunk and they were like, oh man, if you could name yourself, what would it be? And then you just look at a giant thing of Jaeger and you're like, Cade Jaeger. Jaeger bombs! That's the kind of name he's got. Yep. Fucking Mark Wahlberg. Uh, but what do you think of him? I think he found a Transformer. What's
1: interesting is I've seen Mark play like badass characters before. Right. And I've believed him in those roles. Sure. In these movies, I don't know what it is where he's trying to do this soft exterior, like with the line, you know. <laughs> We're not giving up on Prime, okay? <laughs> and you just you can't take him serious no, as an action No, you can't at all. Which
0: is weird because he is... Yeah, the, and look, there are there are moments where I genuinely like Mark Mark Wahlberg. I don't hate him. I'm not, yeah, but in these films, I feel like he's wildly miscast, and I don't like him in there. And I don't know what's going on with his hair in this one. It was. <laughs> it, made it, the, the, uh, yeah, yeah. it made it worse. He went with the Mission Impossible Two Tom Cruise look. Made it worse for sure. It was very awful. Um, and then we've got, like we said Anthony Hopkins um, as the prime exposition teller because we have no idea yeah. what the fuck's going on so he's got to explain it to us in a British accent. He's the old guy to lend credibility to the film. Yeah there it is. Yeah. He really does. 90% of his role is just trying to tell us what's happening. Who was it in the first one? Was it John Foyt?
1: Was it? Was it the old guy from the first one? I don't remember. We could spend all day thinking about it but uh, I think it was. I think it was but there's always someone you know what i mean you gotta have someone to give the film some sort of credibility i feel at least that's maybe michael bay's thinking um so stanley stanley teach you course
0: merlin merlin
1: uh which i mean it's a funny co- comedic little bit part that he plays yeah that's all right um
0: gerard carmichael is the uh what the TJ Miller from the last film and I the, suppose you, you, it, whatever he's the comedic relief he was he's, useless he's uh, we need a comedian to crack jokes yeah. and that's, uh, that's what he was we're in a car park everyone yeah sorry as i don't i thought someone, i know you don't think we do these professionally yeah um Justin Mao oh, um, Yeah, comes back reprises as, uh, his role comics. as as Lennox fuckface.
1: You know, I I was glad to see him back,
0: but he really didn't do much either. He doesn't do anything. He's supposed to be, like, a good guy posing as a bad guy, but, like, for most of the film, I'm just like, fuck off and die. I don't care about anything that you represent. Uh, They also brought back John Turturro.
1: Yeah. Very briefly. Very, very briefly. But he's playing the same character that he has in all the other films.
0: Right. I can't find... Who was the robot that was, um... The the robot that was... Uh, the old butler bot. Yeah, the butler bot. What's his name?
1: Uh, I don't know. Let's oh. just call him Cogsworth, because that's what he was. He was he was the clock from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> he was. That's absolutely right. But psychotic. I um, can't
0: find him on this cast
1: list. He's in... Are you on IMDb? I am. he was down there with the rest of the with the robot voices. Is,
0: is it but yeah. how far down is
1: I, that? I, it was pretty fucking far down. Jesus it was almost Christ. the bottom of the list Jesus. where the robots were. So Optimus I, is said voiced so much. <laughs> yeah, Optimus is voiced by the same person as always. Uh Megatron is voiced by the same bloke who did it in the last film. Oh, uh I as Galvatron. Funny. And then, uh, yeah, Frank Welker does uh, fucking Megatron. Fucking John Goodman. Yeah, he was. you didn't recognize his voice. Uh, Ken Watanabe. You didn't recognize him either. Jim Carter. He was a... What the fuck? He was a fucking samurai robot. Of course they got Ken Watanabe to voice him.
0: I hate this cast list. I hate everything about... These he, are respectable people. He did the voice in the last film I as well. I fucking hate this. Makes me angry. Although of course I yeah, I knew Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I was <laughs> I do find it weird though, I did think that the robot
1: with the samurai swords would turn into a helicopter because of the blades.
0: Yeah, no. But no, he no, no. turns into a Mercedes. Yeah. So Jim Jim Carter played um Cogman. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it, if you ever watched um Downton Abbey, yeah. uh he's the the head butler. Which and I that. know
1: I know you're saying Jim Carter. But, I, I, but it sounds like you're saying Jim Carter, which no, is a terrible
0: movie. He, 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 no, no, that's not. That film did not star as Cogman, Kaylin. That was not I what mean, happened. It fucking could have it, at this point. It, it absolutely fucking could have. Uh, Omar Sy played Hot Rod, who I feel like I've seen him in things. Um, yeah. But most of the robots in this film, that's the thing with
1: this. Is you know, I I understand that with Transformers you need to have the human story, you know what I mean? Right. But I feel like that it's always the robots take a backseat. We're not really seeing a movie about Transformers. We're seeing a movie about Mark Wahlberg being around Transformers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. You know. Right. Being the last night summoning a fuck yeah. off, what apparently was Excalibur for a moment. And then never
0: again. No purpose. literally does this, oh my God, he's the last knight. All right, go fuck off and do something else. It's like, like, all these knights are
1: going to kill Prime because he betrayed everyone and then Mark summons this sword and stops them from killing him and then they're like, oh, he's the one (laughs) and then he's just like, yeah, and then Optimus gets up and is like, I will never betray you again provided I don't get hypnotized again. (laughs) He didn't say that, but I knew
0: what he was saying.
1: No, I, I like that all of them are like, oh yeah, he's right, he probably yeah, won't. I won't do it again.
0: I believe him.
1: I was so waiting for, that's what I was waiting for. Because he got reversed so quickly, I thought when they would go back, that she was just going to be like, ooh, voodoo. And yeah. Then he was going right. to turn
0: and fight them all again. And then I was like, no. No, no, he's... It, uh, it, again, that frustrated the shit out of me because I, I wanted to see evil... Evil optimist. That's yep. what I wanted. And it, we didn't no. get that. Um,
1: but, I mean, if it makes everyone feel better, uh, Megatron gets his ass kicked real quickly again.
0: Just like, like he always. does. Just like always. <laughs> I'm going to
1: be your champion. Oh, no. Optimus kicked me out of an airlock. All right, well. <coughs> um, so, shall we talk uh, special effects? Um, I yeah, sure. This. There's a lot of them. I think most of the movie is special effects. Yeah,
0: or, or, I think even Mark Wahlberg is a special. I think so.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's all fucking just. I mean, and don't get me wrong. It's it is some of the
0: best CGI that money can buy. It, you know what? It is. It is. Which I, I, you know, it, there are some very dazzling effects. And look, if you want somebody to blow up the world, there's nobody better than Michael Bay. Michael Bay does one thing and one thing only, and that is blow shit up. That is what he does best. Story, fuck off. Nobody cares. Just blow stuff up and make it all nice and shiny and call it a day. That is his primary role in everything that he does. Yeah. And he does that. He executes that in this film. It's just a shitty yeah. film. So yeah, I mean,
1: it's, it's all the stuff that you've come to expect from all his films. People right. are going to be They're going to be bronzed. They're going to be moist. Right, there's, there's scenes in no. sand with explosions and people it running was a, and driving. There's a
0: moment, there's a moment where um, Mark Wahlberg and Merlin girl are inside the submarine, right? And they're all they're going down and they, they've got like a little window that they can watch from. And they go into this window and they're watching all the action happen outside. And she looks fucking wet. And I'm like, you are in a submarine where there's no water, there's no breach, and she's, her hair's damp, she's got little drips of whatever on her cleavage, and I was just so mind-boggled even, by how the fuck she's moist right now. Even the, even the flashbacks to the, the England and
1: King Arthur and all of them, they were all moist. I mean, that makes more sense because of England's hey, a, you climate. You they're in the heat of battle you know. and whatever.
0: No, no. Um,
1: she, no. Also, we didn't even fucking talk about the other flashback to, what fucking World War II. Oh, yeah, Bumblebee's Bumblebee. like a fucking
0: Nazi killer.
1: Yeah, and like, he just glossed over that one. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, Bumblebee was like, I've never seen this chap before in my life. and They're like, no, he fought in World War Two, with a different paint job. Uh, <laughs> Look, we just but
0: don't have the time. Presumably, right? it's
1: presumably just... they're setting up for the Bumblebee solo film. Right, that's exactly what it Maybe is. Maybe they're going to yeah. do the Wonder Woman treatment and the Captain America treatment with Bumblebee and just take him back in time. And show him fighting in a war, you know, he'll have a love interest that dies, you know.
0: It all sounds about right. Just the
1: kind of stuff that really, you know, yeah. really sells the movie.
0: Right. So, it's anyway. All, all things you need.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like the action was, it was done in a way, because sometimes with the robot on robot stuff, that's pretty dirty, uh, but it's done in a way that it's hard to know what the fuck is going on. right? I mean Bay does like his slow motion so yeah. in this I felt like every every action sequence that we did see you did get a good idea of what was going on right um there wasn't any like well we're in the mix and we don't know yeah. so that yeah, much I felt was like all right. that a
0: lot in the age of extinction um I thought that was the worst execution of it um whereas in this one you know it's it's pretty clear I mm. think
1: also don't feel like there was as much action in this one there was, really? it was way more exposition. There was a lot of
0: fucking exposition. Jesus. Yeah. Just, um, it was like, yeah, well, we've got, got Anthony Hopkins. Let's fucking let him talk. Yeah, it's pretty much what it was. Um, you know, there's a lot of running, though. There's a lot of running as things explode and behind and them. And yeah, a lot of driving. A lot of driving. A lot of high-speed
1: yeah. driving. There's more driving in this than in The Fast and the Furious. Which, I mean, sure, they're Autobots, so it makes sense. But should, they should have just gone with the Fate of the Furious. I'm
0: telling you, I know. it would have been great. would have been great. Uh, well, I um, I'm ready to rate this, oh. and I'm gonna go.
1: I'm gonna go outside of our normal rating system. Okay. I'm gonna go with the you know, the Ebert Roper sort of, oh, you know, because yeah. I'm gonna give this two Megan Fox toe thumbs down. <laughs> I feel like she would as well.
0: She probably why she wasn't in it. Oh god. I don't even know. I just actually I just wanted I just wanna get that joke
1: in. Oh, look, I look <laughs> it's not there were moments that I did
0: enjoy. I, did, I, I didn't I didn't outright hate it. Oh no, I did. But, but there were I laughed. There were moments yeah, that were funny to me. Yeah, they, there was there's some good but, lines. But it's just, just it's
1: not enough to make the, it's it's the experience not, and, worth it.
0: And the fix, I feel like for me, is cut an hour out of that film. Easily. Just easily like you could just outright and look, I found a new crush in Isabella Mona. It rhymes with Bona. I'm sorry, I had to say it. I I resisted the last time and I did, now it's on the record, alright? Fuck off. Um So but you could have honestly you could have eliminated her character altogether. But she had she served no purpose to the plot. She did doesn't need to be there. Everything would have gone as it does without it completely. Pro- probably could have eliminated Mark Wahlberg's character. You, ab- you probably could have as well. Josh, Josh Janelle. Janelle.
1: <laughs> All these people you could just get rid of. Um, In fact, if you just got rid of the
0: humans altogether, I feel like the movie would have carried on yeah, about the same way. Been all right. You know what? You can leave Anthony. You can leave Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Just to kind of guide us through the Autobot no, Decepticon. No, we had the butler robot. Oh, yeah, that's right. You yeah. need him. Yep, you're right. Um, Yeah, so you could have done that. You know, it, it, you just condense, man. Just You could have cut an arrow out of the film, and then as you do your cut scenes, just fucking plot them out, right? It's so all over the place. Like, you bounce around so much, and you don't necessarily stay in one place long enough to... to Know anything? You're just constantly moving, and it's just bad editing. It's bad storytelling. It's bad plotting. Um, and you know, if you were to take, if you'd just done all of that, you got some good moments in there that are funny and fun and yeah. enjoyable, and it would have been easier to not see these glaring plot holes and these silly things that happen that just make you go, no, nah, it's not good." Yeah, you know, yeah. absolutely right. So, what's your goal?
1: I don't know. I. I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go. All right. I'll start. Um. I'm gonna give it a two out of five. All right. Upcoming Transformers sequels. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know it's fucking coming. It is. No, it absolutely is. I, I feel like right. it's one of those. I think it's like a pride thing for Michael Bay. It is. Even if the film doesn't make money, he'll just be like, "I'll, I'll bankroll it." I've got this. I like them. I'm bored. Well want to keep cranking them out before Bad Boys 3 comes out. Just, mixed, just blend the universes. I, you know
0: what? If you're going to do it, just fucking make Bad Bo- Transformers Bad Boys 3. Just put them together. So just, just Optimus Prime and Bumblebee
1: are now Robocops. I'll see what I did there. I didn't mean to. But anyway... <laughs> Work in the streets of Miami. Yeah. Right? They look like sports cars. Optimists will have to get a facelift, but that's fine. Yeah, right. So, and yeah. And with, just, with Mike Lowry?
0: Yeah. I, I love it. I love this film. <laughs> if that is the next film, I will see it. So, um, but it won't be. It'll it be, won't it'll be. Be, right. be. It'll be five hours long. It'll be way too much fun. something uh, else. I am going to give it 1.5. Why the fuck does Mark Wahlberg always look like he's out of breath even when he's not doing anything? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna give it. We're not giving up on Prime, we're okay? not giving up on Prime, okay? You gotta go! You gotta go! You can't stay here! No, get out of my trailer! He's not doing anything! He's literally sitting on a fucking armchair with a beer watching NASCAR and he's fucking out of breath. I'm telling you, it's him trying to do that soft voice I hate, business. I hate it so much and I love imitating Mark Orberg. But if you do it, you have to act like you just run a fucking marathon. No, I'm serious. I feel like it's him trying to. I've got to come across
1: soft. <laughs> so he breathes. So, so he does this heavy breathing to soften his voice.
0: It's so That's weird. <laughs> Anyway. And before he says anything, he's like, <sighs> yeah. he's not doing anything.
1: Like, Mark, if you could just hyperventilate and then say your lines,
0: it'd be wonderful. I think it'd be perfect. I yeah. think you're going to mesh well with everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. Anyway, Sorry. This yeah. carries on, just like the film. Yeah. Um, so, this has been Cineblokes. I am Benjamin Baker. I'm Kylan Burrows. And we will see you after the next film.